How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Welcome to part two of this week's Social Distance Sports Bar. This is our live show at the William Ashton Hall in Wrexham. So it is right next to the racecourse ground in Wrexham. Lovely venue. And the people there were brilliant. So thank you so much to everybody who worked behind the scenes on this one. It was a great, great place to do a gig. Really enjoyed it. And those of you who came, some people came to the gig that we did in London the day before and drove up. Amazing. Thank you, guys. Some people were just really, really happy that we'd done a gig in North Wales. Some of them were survivors from the Salford gig. <laughs> a couple of guys who I met afterwards uh, while I was getting to the car had survived the infamous Salford gig from a couple of years ago. And, you know, they had a bit of post-traumatic stress disorder about it, um, as do I. But to come back to a gig after that gig, I think is impressive. So thank you very much. It was very, very fun. Uh, so thank you for coming. Really, really appreciate you turning up. It was a Sunday night as well. And I think we overran by a bit, but nobody seemed to mind. Nobody seemed to leave. So that was great. So thank you so much for it. The big thanks for this one goes to Humphrey Carr, who is on the boards at Wrexham Football Club and is a writer, an actor, a comedian, and was such a good laugh. Um, both while we were snaffling Ty Curry backstage and when we were actually on stage as well. Just really good company. Um, so thank you very much, uh, Humphrey, for giving up your time. We really, really appreciate it. This was part of the Wrexham Comedy Festival, which hopefully will become an annual thing. Looking through the lineup that they had for the festival, it, it looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I saw a few... Flyers, I think Leroy Brito and Essist Sears had done a show sort of the night before us. Mark Watson had, had done some stuff up there as well, I think two days before. So it was a really, really good set of comics there. And we were there to kind of round the festival off and loved it. Absolutely loved it. If they do it again next year, would love to come back and do it again. If you like what we do, on the socially distant sports bar and you want to help us fund what we do we run a patreon patreon.com slash distant pod is where you can find it there are different levels there different levels of affordability but you get the podcast a day early so you get tuesdays it lands i know today's friday but tuesdays you get the entire week's content plus an extra round of clips on regular stuff or an extra half hour when we do live ones or guest episodes so you get bonus content, you get it a day 
before the release. It's not split into two parts like it is on the free version. And crucially, the adverts aren't part of it as well. So if you want, I guess, a slightly more pure experience, I don't know. Maybe you like adverts. That's cool. That doesn't bother me either way. But if you want to get involved in that, that would be fantastic. If you get involved in the higher levels, you get two bonus podcasts every single month. Pod, which is us talking about clips that we have seen that aren't sports-related. Although, remembering back to this live show, I'm not sure all of them were sports-related anyway. But, you know, music, movies, TV, whatever it might be, we talk about those things. And speaking of movies, Michael Owen's Movie Club is our other bonus podcast where we talk about a sports movie every single month. We yeah, you know, we kind of ramble and talk nonsense as well. If, if you like this, you're going to like those. Sit back, relax, and enjoy part two of our live episode with Humphrey Carr. Spells it like Kerr, but it is Carr. Humphrey Carr. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I should really have had some walk-on music for that. Felt a bit flat, didn't it? Yeah. My fault. <laughs> Harry just went, thanks, mate. Have we got... Messed any... it up two nights in a row. Thanks, mate. <laughs> have we got music for that? Yeah, it just didn't play. Should we go off and come on again? Well, no, because it's messed up, isn't it? So what, just, we... Will it play now? Well, probably not. If it, I think it's it... too high risk. I don't think it's high risk at all. Because if it doesn't play, we'll just walk off to silence and then walk back on to silence. But the problem is if I play it, then we're just sat here and it's going to play. That's true. What do you want to do? Do it. Let's have a fucking go. Right, hang on. Oh. There we go. We're in. That is better. Well worth it. The problem is now, it just yeah. looks like the show had started and you were on the toilet. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely fine with that as well. Okay. <laughs> came, came out 40 fine. seconds. Uh, uh, I thought we were all going to walk off and walk back on again, <laughs> do, didn't I? Doing up your fly. Sorry, sorry. Sorry about that, lads. Sorry. I never do my fly up in the bog. I, I'm, I'm always... No, you walked into a what, service what? station with them down on your belt undone yeah. today. What? I get terrible. And in the hotel I get lobby as well. I get terrible. You said ter- you gonna you gonna do all that stuff up, Mike? And you went no. As, as the I get terrible. Trust you to fill what? in your email address. I get terrible FOMO always. Right. FOMO of what? That's a different conversation. If I'm in a toilet, public or otherwise, I don't want to miss out on stuff. So I don't want to experience that stuff. Yeah, no, but I don't want to spend ages fucking washing my hands, drying my hands, doing my trousers up, when I can just walk out. <laughs> Again, and I'm, back in, I'm literally back in the room. Very glad to be sitting on this sofa <laughs> of, the, of the two. I've literally got the shitty end of the stick here. It was just, yeah. a, I, <laughs> it was just amazing walking, two things, walking I, into Toddington with his flies down and his belt undone. Yeah, but Harry, we're going to go to Burger King. <laughs> I never have my belt or my top button done up when I'm driving, ever. Right. When you're driving? Or in a car, it's just, just yeah, generally. Do you, uh, do you drive uh, your son and his mates to rugby, Mike? <laughs> Yeah. 
to be fair, I'm usually wearing I'm usually wearing a tracksuit at that point. Okay. Do you just slide that down? <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your technique for that one? Just what's, knee high. What is less comfortable than sat in a fairly restricted position? This is all right, so I'm leaning backwards, right? But when you got a car, this is done up now. That's fine. No, I'm just checking. I can't see it, but it is. Um, <laughs> Do you get Harry to tell you? Yeah. But Mike, are you not worried that if you if you, you crash your car, the impact, everything's gonna go well, I think everything's it's gonna like, go flying it's like, out. It's like an airbag. <laughs> By a miracle my face was saved, but I've shattered my fucking penis into yeah. a million pieces. Also the, the, the paramedics and the police will get to the scene and the copper will be like Do you think they've never seen a fucking uh, naked body before? But I think they'd be confused. Do you think fucking Panamanics are prudes? <laughs> they'd be like, well, we can see what caused the crash. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He was cleaning cut, him, cut him out of the car. No, don't, I don't want to see his tackle. It wouldn't take CSI Barry to work out what no, happened. It would just look like you were masturbating on the M3, I don't Mike. care. That's the thing. That, that's I on the record, I've never masturbated while driving. On the M3. On the M3. <laughs> that's off, yeah. <laughs> Because it goes to some Just more comfortable for the same reason that I, I will walk around in my own house in my underpants because I'm just more comfortable with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're like a kind of feral animal that has learned to speak. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, it's like you're undomesticated. But I, just you, like you, to, I just like to be comfortable. Because I'm, cause I'm more comfortable clothes. I have, I well, I'm much clothes are perfectly comfortable, but. I'm not, a, I'm not a nudist, I think they're, they're odd, right? I think that's odd! No one can see anything. Like, you went into Costa with your I willy out. I wear underpants. Yeah. With your I, willy covered by pants. I, I would just say that my cats... Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are more domesticated than you. What, you think I shit in a tray? <laughs> I'm fucking rip my sofas up, you silly fuck. You silly exactly. fuck. Yeah, you're like this feral, aggressive... Don't fucking lick my ass when I leave, leave the room. He would if you could. Yeah, yeah. I've tried. <laughs> God knows I have. As I call it, the 80s. <laughs> 1980 to 1990. Spent the to one thing. The arse-licking years. The Mike Bubbin story, chapter one. Yeah. Chapter one, my own arse. <laughs> Keep reading, keep reading. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> a, a life in asses. <laughs> there we are. Mike Bobbin story. Yeah, could you go strike that for me? Oh, yeah, sure. Perfect. Well, thanks. Cheers, cheers, Ump. <laughs> I can do, I'll do the photographs in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing in the contract. I'll do that. <laughs> Leave that to me, please. <laughs> Leave that to me. Oh. I am a, I'm, I'm afraid, Penguin, our client won't budge on one particular thing. He's insisting. <laughs> so, so at what point did you do them up? What? The, the trousers. Well, before I come on stage. That is true. Before I go up, before, I don't head out my front door with my trousers undone. You undo them in the car? Yes. That's weirder. So you've only got your belt done up. 
for the sort of ten pieces from front door to car. Well, no, he walks around in his pants in the house, so he's literally yeah. putting them yeah. on at the letterbox. Yeah. Get them on quick. Put the trousers on as I'm leaving the house. Yeah. Do the belt up and the buttons up. Walk to the Tick. car. <laughs> Done. So far. Get in the car. Get so comfortable. Get the belt on. Get comfortable. <laughs> Check my mirrors. <laughs> and then undo my belt on my on my top button. <laughs> Maneuver mirror signal. Yeah. <laughs> mirror adjust undo signal maneuver. <laughs> yeah. Probably why I kept failing my test. Six times. <laughs> yeah, I think that is a major, isn't it? Taking a, <laughs> get, getting it yeah. out is a major. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, yeah. If your dick comes out, you are gonna fail. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's not on the highway code, so. Something's are unsaid. I know. My driving instructor, my long-suffering driving instructor, Jerry Weston, back in the day. Yeah, you've always described him as long-suffering, and I get it now. <laughs> Mate, he never wore shoes and socks in the car. <laughs> so it was part of the... He was an enormous man, Jerry. He played prop, right? He was a mate of my dad's. Had his own driving at school. So he would, he would do the lessons with a seat as far back as it would go because he was a big bloke with no shoes and socks on. Right? <laughs> but one of his clients, one of his, uh, one of his students, she was doing her test. It was a big day for the family. So the husband and the two kids turned up to watch her have the test, right? As she pulls me from the test centre, Barry, she went, beep, beep. He said, pull over. Failed her for that. <laughs> I'm done up now, isn't it? Yeah, you're fine. Good, good. Al, you got the first clip for the second half of the show. Yes, I do. This is a very, very funny... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing quite a lot of you won't have seen this. This is a very, very funny security briefing from the head of security at the Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas hasn't had a winning football team in the past 15 years, so their security is a little out of practice. And while you figured they would have got some good practice last year, when they became bowl eligible and their fans dumped their goalposts in the river, it clearly was not enough because after they upset Oklahoma, their fans did it again, and there is nothing funnier than the security debrief after it was over. We lost the goalposts. Shit happens. Kind of what we expected to happen, right? We lost the goalposts. Shit happens. Kind of what we expected to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good enough. They are 18 feet wide, 24 foot high, the crossbar's 10 feet off the ground. And it's happened last season. And they weigh about a quarter of a ton. Yeah. <laughs> it's the shit happens, I love. It sounds to me like preventative shit. Yeah. Obviously, you're in charge of a football club with security. Yes. If that happened at the race course, twice. would you say twice? twice. Would be uh, two or three members of staff be executed? <laughs> <laughs> that would just uh, as a minimum. <laughs> not even not even the people responsible, just a set of tone. <laughs> no, the, the Full dictator stuff. Yes, hundred percent. Keep like, everyone on their toes. Like playing in Saudi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there's a very there's a weird thing in America, which is that they when they win things, they like to destroy their town. Yeah. 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 So, so they. Uh, yeah. If, if if your team wins the Super Bowl or or, or the, the 
Sandy Cup or whatever it is, you go downtown and it's you crazy. set fire to a bunch of buses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's Usually so it's away fans in this country, isn't it? Yeah. They do that to their own place. Yeah, I think when, when, when uh, you may have heard recently, we uh, won a championship in this town. And, uh, <laughs> more, it's more rank pandering of the town, indeed. Correct. And uh, I think the only like wildness I saw was that Ollie Palmer, our gigantic striker, was driven through town in the back of someone's hatchback. <laughs> He's sitting, I think him and Callum McFadden sat on the back of a hatchback and got driven through town and they all went to McDonald's at like two in the morning. Class. It was... Uh, As it should be. Yeah, there was no, no buses were overturned yeah. or... They or didn't set fire to the Wednesday Hotel, did they? No. <laughs> no. No, thank goodness. Yeah, uh, but they, they, over there, they look, they're mad for it. Mad well, the goalpost thing's a big up. thing, isn't it? They, they, they quite often will, will take down a goalpost. Yeah. Scotland fans did it at Wembley in 1977. Yes. But crucially, that wasn't their ground. Yeah, but they also, no, don't, they exactly, also did, yeah. didn't get out of the ground into a river. No, 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 the goalpost didn't end up in the How did you get that out of the turnstile? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> it's it's it? too big. <laughs> that's interesting. The other thing about that is the Jayhawks, what they would have won is, I mean, I think they were saying they just beat a rival, right? It wasn't even yeah, like they didn't like win a, the sort of national college, championship. college thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's that's, you know, there's, there's a wild amount of effort for just sort of basically beating... Yeah, Exeter University. <laughs> and the other thing is about security over there. There's no segregation. Pitch invasions aren't really a big thing. Mm. Crowd trouble's not really a big thing. There's no terraces as such. It's all seated. So that security's only really got one job. <laughs> Don't yeah. let them nick the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> and get them out of the ground to the nearest river. <laughs> Did Ryan and Rob expect like the people of Wrexham to smash up the town? Um, that's a good question. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. They were obviously they were here for the for, for that game for Boreham Woods, and I don't know They kind of took off quite quickly. I think they went and sort of celebrated in, you know, I don't know whether actually I genuinely can't remember. Most of that night is a blur for me, not not because I was drinking, but because I had the worst bo of my life. <laughs> Really? Yes. How? So, so I, well, because so it was quite a hot day that day, and I'd been running around, and then I had planned to go home and get changed, but I had to go and pick up my wife from Manchester Airport because she right. changed the plans quite last minute, wanted to come, wanted to be here for the nice. game. So I've been like just sort of generally sweating around, and then uh, sweating around, just sweating around the place, and then I, it got colder in the evening, I think. So I put on. It does happen. I always have like a sort of little vesty thing, and then a big overcoat, and. You know, so excited, celebrating, got on the pitch. Ah, oh, it's all incredible. Went upstairs, and we all went into the 1864 suite, one of the one of the yeah. sort of hospitality suites. And they brought the speaker up from the from the dressing room, and everybody's families were in there. And there was this huge crowd. And I took off my coat and was like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and then I said to my wife, I said to Megan, I was like, Do I? Oh, it's got a pretty bad bo, right? And she was like, Um, it's not too bad. Which for her is like, you smell like a dead body. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ordinary. She's like, No, no, no. You're all good. You're fine. And I, I embraced Ben Foster. I, I dragged him into a manly embrace. And just for a split second, I was sure he was like, Ugh. I mean, he's too polite. And he's just been playing a game of he's football. Been playing a game for, football. Yeah. He, he does smell very nice. He's probably our best smelling player. He smells nice. Years. Yeah, I've smelt them all, and he's probably, he's probably the best. We have a wet hug with a sweaty man. Yes. So it's never good, is it? A lot of that goes on. Um, but yeah, I was so disgusting that I left pretty early as, as well. I was probably one of the first people to leave the party and went we home watched, and ate sausages. We watched a talk a while back in the pod about the New York Cosmos when Pele was there. Uh, and they still all got a Studio 54 and a limousine and blew, blew all the players' minds. 
So where would the Wrexham equivalent be of that? Where would you, where, where's your Studio 54? I know. Where is our Studio 54? That's probably better answered by, the, by someone in the crowd than me. Where, where do we think? Soul Suite? Right, I walk past Soul Suite at four o'clock this afternoon. That is fucking bumping. Is it? Oh my God. The <laughs> whole high street, nothing going on. Couldn't find a coffee for love nor fucking money. Soul Suite, people shit-faced in there. Four o'clock. Proper. Hell of a part. It was rammed. Some, <laughs> someone's riding a horse on the dance floor. It's like amazing. Two blokes getting abducted in broad daylight <laughs> by aliens. Checkers, I heard someone shout as well. I've heard of checkers. Oh, a lot of love for that. Small towns have fantastic names for nightclubs, don't they? Revolution. Evolution. <laughs> yeah. we, we had Zanzibars in Newport. Yeah, yeah. We should, have, we should have Kiwis. Yeah, in Commander, we had the Riviera. <laughs> Next to the River Towee. <laughs> Checkers, I presume, is named after the Prime Minister's country residence. <laughs> 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 oh, right. <laughs> yes, Winston Churchill had a big <laughs> night out in Checkers in Wrexham and was like, let's call it Checkers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I remember nothing from my time there. It's, pro it's probably for the best. You were not We shall defend our nightclub, whatever the cost may be. Yeah, I've not been in any nightclubs in Wrexham. No. I'm not really a big nightclub person. Boo. Boo you. <laughs> it must be difficult for you now to go out on a game day in Wrexham. Is it, is it? Well, it, it, no, everyone's always incredibly nice. So, mm. so it's, it's pretty easy. I mean, I, I've always said that I remember telling the first time I met Ryan Reynolds, name drop, on, on Zoom, I said, one day we're going to draw three games in a row in the championship and someone is going to call you a cunt in front of the kids <laughs> in, in Manchester airport. You'll be like shepherding your children onto a plane. Someone will be like, get out! Because um, <laughs> yeah. that, that's what football fans are like. Yeah. Um, wanker, but, wanker, yeah, wanker. So far, just everyone in the Costa queue, like, yeah. fuck off, Reynolds, fuck <laughs> off, Reynolds. Um, Actually, they love that. When, when we went to is Maidenhead. Is this good or bad? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. When we went to Maidenhead with them for the first time, they, they got absolute dogs abuse. And they loved it because everybody normally loves them and wants to say, hi, can I take a picture with you? So the novelty of having a bunch of people from Maidenhead be like, fuck off. They were like, this is so quaint. This is incredible. These people are amazing. Um, they genuinely loved it. Um, no, I, I get, um, I, I, my problem with, uh, with nightclubs is the same one I've had since I was about 15, which is I'm a foot and a half taller than everyone else in the nightclub. Yeah. And so every now and then you get nightclubs with like mirrors in them and I'll be having kind of a nice time and I look over and see this much of my body, <laughs> like just appearing above a sea of people having a good time. And then sometimes I would have that thing where uh, 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 someone will come up to me and be like, excuse me, can you like stay sort of around here? Because my friends and I agreed to meet next to you. <laughs> Genuinely, that happened several times. Go down to the monument, take a left and look for the big block. Yeah, basically. And I also, every now and then- You're gonna meet by the tall block. When I was at university, people would tag me in photos on Facebook that they had, like friends of mine had seen or other friends of uh, <laughs> theirs, where you would see like my back like this, and then there'd be like three young women going like, oh! <laughs> None of them would talk to me. Yeah. They, would just, they would just point at me from behind.
remember doing a gig with you in the Leicester in Leicester Square, Leicester yeah. Square Theatre. In fact, we went for a drink afterwards. Yeah, and a bloke came up to you and said, oh, "Sorry, mate, I've got to say this. You're really tall." Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a and classic. You, you said, "Yes, I am," and he didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> he just stayed there. Yes. Looking at you. The contract is normally you say that and then leave. Yeah, but which he, of how, yeah. he didn't leave. So then we, we drank with him and he was just looking up at your face. <laughs> so then I had, I don't know, a quarter of a pint or something. And he was like, eventually he went, so, so how tall are you? <laughs> Six foot seven. Oh, wow. Still didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yes, it's sort of, it's, it's the one, it's the one... Uh, unusual outlier that people have still feel very comfortable just pointing out. Yeah. Being like, you know, you can't, society has moved on to the point where we no longer point out yes. you're, you're different. Yeah, yeah. Apart from for big lads. <laughs> uh, at which point, I think it's just, you know, nicely people are like, oh, that's great. I'd love to be really tall. So they don't see anything weird about saying, about pointing it out to you. Yeah. When you're with Stephen Merchant and Greg Davis. Yeah. Are you like, this is fucking great. These are my people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we sort of spread like it, it's. Well, Richard Osman's tall. Yes, Osmond's he is. Six, seven. He's yeah. another big lad. He peels out to Richard all the time. He's like, what, what, this, what, what answer do you have to that? You're tall. Mm. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really different one. Same as I've never got an answer for what's the weather like up there. I don't oh, have a good comeback for that. I'd have a good comeback for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try that one next time, man. All the time. Really? They, they really say that? All the time. It's amazing. All the time. Give that yeah. comeback a go next time. Yeah, I would like, if we could crowdsource one, I'm, I'm all for it. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I guess. Oh, practice now. What's the weather like up there, mate? Fuck off. Oh, yeah? It's good. Yeah. Job Del done. Job That's done. Good. Shall we have a little bit of British rap? Oh, yeah? sure. I think we have a little bit of British rap. Okay. I think that'd be nice for... When would this have been? This was Liverpool in what era? 88, 88, 88, 88, 88 is prior okay. to the FA Cup final against Wimbledon, I think. Split the room again. Liverpool FC is hard as hell. United, Tottenham, Arsenal. Watch my list and I will spell. Because they don't just play, but they can rap as well. Go on, Bruce. My idea was it to build Liverpool into a bastion of invincibility, you know, like... Jesus Christ. I love Rhodesian rap. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who liked Liverpool and Newport when I was younger, yeah. I fucking loved that. It's a banger. I loved it when I was a kid, that. It's yeah. a banger. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I'm just going to keep saying it's a banger because I know there's a bunch of Man United fans in the audience that don't like it. It's a banger. It's a banger. Uh, no, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's, date, it's dated. Should Doesn't we it? say that? A little bit, it's yeah. It's dated a bit. I think it may be the first novelty rap song 
um, to include someone who fought in in uh, in the, a, a war in Rhodesia, which <laughs> Bruce Grobelar did. Yeah. Um, I may be wrong about that. I may be wrong about that. I've not checked that stat. I've just plucked that one. So no one, don't come, don't come at me on Twitter and bring up a load of other <laughs> yeah. uh, Rhodesian War veterans that that also rapped on novelty songs in the 1980s. But again, it, I mean, this is this has been my theme of the evening. Is I I um, I love that this was a thing that we used to do all the time. Is it just? I mean, this was to, for, because yeah. they went to the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, come on, everyone. We need to take time out of training in preparation for the FA Cup to knock together a bizarre rap full of like racial stereotypes and um, jokes about Scotland. I mean, it's also, we, we didn't get that. Uh, the, um, Bruce Grobelar is abominable. Uh, Alan Hansen oh. is really bad yeah. in it as well. Um, is Craig Johnson in this? He, looks like he, he is, is, yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Barnes sees it as the beginning of a new career. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. And the thing with John Barnes, if you ask him to do this or the rap from World in Motion, oh, yeah. he will always say yes. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've interviewed him three times. He has done that rap three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice solicited by me, yeah, yeah. once not. Yeah, yeah. Just shoehorned it once in. Once he just insisted. Yeah. yeah. You it, could, it, it was, you, the conversation wasn't going yeah. in that direction. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you got to yeah, hold you, and give. You could be, he could be in WH Smith's at Gatwick Airport at 6 a.m. And if you go up to him and say, John, do you mind? He'd be like, no, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> he loves it. I, it's weird you should pick that specific spot because I once accosted Roy Hodgson <laughs> in the, uh, the WH Smith at Gatwick Airport. Because <laughs> uh, it was just after he got sacked from Liverpool. And I, made I, him rap. I, uh, <laughs> go on, do it. You've got to hold and give. Walk like, on, walk on, walk on <laughs> with hope in your heart. <laughs> but you no, know, I accosted him and was like, because he just got sacked from Liverpool and I was like, sort of, it, it, I can't remember exactly how I put it, but uh, nicely and, and in a sophisticated fashion, I said, you know, bad luck, good, yeah. good try. Uh, good try! <laughs> no, I just said, you know, listen, good, it's, good a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough job and, uh, you know, thanks for trying hard at it. Yeah. <laughs> so better than that, better than that. He yeah. seemed genuinely pleased. He looked, he looked very nervous when I first approached him. Bear in mind that I loomed over him. Like yeah, sort of, yeah, yeah. He always looks like a sort of vole. Uh, yes. I was a bit like an eagle. <laughs> a shadow it. fell over him and his natural volness. He was like, ah! <laughs> Something's coming for me, and it was me. I'm about to die next to the magazines. Oh. The, the Anfield Wap. <laughs> yeah. Very good. I didn't know you had Hodgson in your locker. That's very good. By the way, your bootlegger earlier was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It was like he was with us. Is, is he with us now? Yeah. It's difficult to... Uh, Eh? He's in Guersal. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. Although I love that you've got his, you just know where he is all the time. It's, um, <laughs> I thought, did, did he say is it Wurzel? He's in Guersal. Oh, right. Just up the road. I thought you were going to do a Wurzel gummage impression. No, no. He's at Wurzel. Well, there is a Wurzel show. The Wurzels are playing. Uh, I've seen play as well. Have you? <laughs> I saw the Wurzels at Bath Racecourse about go to 20 all years the ago. Novelty uh, shows. Fucking love a bit of Wurzels. Yeah. I am a soda drinker. I drink it out of the day. Uwaru wari. What do you like about that? It's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> what, what other songs have they got? I got a brand new combine house and I'll give you the key. Yeah, I got 40 acres. You got 43. That one. That was good. The Baron Knights, good. Brotherhood of Man, good. You just saw Brotherhood of Man live? No, I haven't seen him live. All oh, right, okay. I, I wish I had. But you saw the Baron Knights live? I've seen the Baron Knights. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I've seen lots of gigs. Take a chance, say yes to stuff. <laughs> Live. 
Worcesters have had two bangers. Yeah. You know, well, I've seen them live. Well, the, uh, what the uh, album track's about, like, uh, just general agrarian techniques. Yeah, just like crop rotation and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> European Butter Mountain was one of them. Um, <laughs> I got a brand new Milk Lake. <laughs> I, I got, can't remember. Yeah, Burning Cows was one. Urban Agricultural Policy. Bloody Chernobyl was the other one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the CJDEP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like a cider, they like to sing. Yeah. And they've been doing it for 50 years, so fair play to them. You don't get many sports pod- podcasts that reference Kreutzfeldt's Jakob's disease, do you? But <laughs> that's where we're right different. Place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where we're different. Not and people walk around service stations with their trousers down, no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I would say Guardian Football Weekly does one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met a mate of mine from a place called Canada, Canada in North America once, and uh, he brought a team over from Canada. They played in Monmouth School, uh, which is a nice school not far from where I live. And it was around, right around the time of the Mad Cow Disease, Crossfield, Jacob, all that sort of stuff. Under-19s, under-18s team. Someone phoned, one of the boys' mums from Canada, from Toronto, phoned the pub. I don't know if she got the pub's number, but we were in a pub, you know to tell her son not to eat any burgers. Because <laughs> she'd seen the news in Canada. Yeah. Good advice. It, it was Damien here. Hey, yeah, don't eat any burgers. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. That was it. And then to feed that information back to the rest of the team. So they had sausages instead. <laughs> Get it down, you. <laughs> Get it down, you. I think this is pretty much us. What time are we supposed to be off? Are we off in five or are we off now? Are we we got another 10. Oh, we're supposed to go at 10. Oh, oh ten past now. Oh, right. Fucking sorry. hell! Christ. Um, fucking hell! Sorry, lads. My bad. Just trapped a series of people in this building. I cannot wait minutes. to get these trousers off. <laughs> <laughs> These experience ten minutes more of discomfort for you. Do you want to say before we go, so Lorraine? Where's Lorraine? I can't see her with the lights on. Lorraine, hello, Lorraine. One of our lovely patrons. Lorraine drove from Dundee down to the Clapham gig last night. Then drove from Clapham to here, and then is driving back to Dundee. So, <laughs> Humphrey, thank you very much. Thank you. No, thank you loads for. You, you may yeah. have got me the sack. I, I assume <laughs> we have. I don't I'll be know. stunned. Thank Thanks you so much. much for coming, guys. Really appreciate you making a Sunday night of it. Yep. Thank you very much. We'll see you very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. Cheers, folks. That is part two of this week's Socially Distant Sports Bar. Done and dusted. Enjoy the pint size episode that will land with you on Sunday. If you click on the, like, subscribey thing, we, you don't have to pay. It's just going to or follow whatever it is these days on the Apple or on the Spotify or whatever one you're on. Then these episodes will just land in your inbox and you have to make zero effort to go and find them. 